Yep, as mentioned a little earlier, today's self-care session is about workout injuries. One thing that can absolutely ruin your time at the gym or just trying to improve your general fitness is getting an injury. And unfortunately, most of the injuries are self-inflicted because we just don't know better. So how can we prevent them and what are we doing wrong? Joining me to answer these and other questions is Kate Summer-Vartman, who's the owner of Kate Summer Physiotherapy. Kate, thanks so much for joining us on 5FM. Thank you, Nicole. Thank you for having me. Uh, Kate, what are some of the most common injuries that that come by your your offices? Um, with sports people, we see di- two different types of injuries. We have the acute injuries, when you drop the dumbbell on your foot or oh. you've fallen off your bike. Oh, yeah. And then there's the second type of injury that we see, which is the overuse injuries, where we're not doing a movement correctly and from doing it again and again and again, it creates a bit of a wear and tear. Mm. That type of injury, we have to unpack the biomechanics, see what we're doing wrong and what's causing that micro trauma to occur. But the different parts of the body that are affected, it's very sport specific. So powerlifters sometimes hurt their backs, swimmers hurt their shoulders, runners hurt their knees. It just depends on what your sport of choice is. Um, For people who aren't necessarily um, doing a particular sport, but they are at gym, gymming, are there common gym related things like, um, I don't know, from like not lunging correctly or not doing the uh, I'm trying to think of gym things help me out here Kate yeah with, <laughs> with people in the gym um, a lot of the time it's, it's if the form isn't correct and we're not engaging the core properly backs backs get hurt sometimes if we're straining with our necks rather than using the abdominal muscles or if we're just going too heavy with the weights and tearing you know a bicep muscle in the arm or a hamstring muscle mm-hmm. in the leg oh and we've seen those videos on on IG doing the rounds yep. of like a, 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 a popped like pictorial yeah they give you the frills oh, or the knee oh the knee like they overextend like we're doing that like knee extension mm-hmm. one with the the plates oh and it just and ah. even being a physio I hate seeing those videos oh, sure uh, now would you say like warming up is a good way to try and prevent injury or, or how, what is the best way to like looking up the particular exercise or form and then trying to mimic that how do you try to prevent getting injury in the first place Warm-up is very important. Research has shown that definitely a proper warm-up will help you to prevent injury for two reasons. You're getting your cardiovascular system online, getting yourself ready for the exercise, and you also want to include some movements that practice what you're about to do. So if you're about to do a deadlift, then just start with light with the bar, and even the world champs you'll see, they start off with an empty bar, and they just practice that movement, they figure out what they're going to need to do, they take their joints through the range they're going to need before they start loading the system, mm. um, and warm-up is definitely important. How long? Like 10 minutes, 5 minutes, 20 minutes? Um, it depends how quickly you get everything done but I wouldn't say anything less than 10 to 15 minutes if you're going to do a little bit of cardio and practice all the movements you're going to do I don't think you could do it in less than that 15 minutes is like half of my gym session so there we go I need to clearly extend that (laughs) and then stretching afterwards like to to cool down is that important or not necessarily and stretching is a little bit more controversial some literature said yes some have said no but what everybody does agree on is that flexibility is important so like we said, in the warm-up, you're going to go through the movements and you're going to stretch the joints and soft tissue anyways. But to do active stretches, sometimes people take it a bit too far and injure themselves. However, it is important to incorporate some form of flexibility so that your muscles stretch and the joints stay mobile. Whether it's a day of yoga or at the end of every session uh. doing a little stretch routine, whatever works for you. You know, if you're in the gym... 
it might not be realistic to do a 15-minute warm-up and then 15-minute stretches, then all you've done is warm-up and stretches. Mm-hmm. Especially if you've only got that amount of time. But you can stay longer and do all the things. Cool. Um, this one, I- I'm actually interested to hear. So how do you know when you can increase the load like you can start adding more weights to the workout and when actually it's not because it's always going to be hard in my opinion like how do you know if you're putting like the good amount of pressure on your body for it to build more work harder or if you're actually experiencing like impairment you're actually damaging and hurting yourself and the body's going (laughs) no stop Well, it's always a good idea to start off light. This gives you the opportunity to learn your body, to to feel where you have restrictions. And the more you know your body, the better you can listen to what's telling you. Because pain is a warning sign. And you'll, you'll soon start to realize, okay, this is training pain. This means I'm working efficiently. And then what's exactly what you're saying? I've gone too far. Hang on, ouch, this is sore. Mm. So if you start off light and you gradually increase it, whether it's your running distance or the weights on the bar in the gym, you'll you'll feel your body as it moves and there's a very definite difference between what's good and what's sore and the whole no pain no gain that's a very old school mentality and I personally hate that thing because people push through what's actually hurting them because they think oh I'm doing Doing great Getting work ripped, eh? yeah. Yes, exactly. Mm. But you're not. You're actually hurting yourself. Mm-mm. So I'd say start off slow and gradually add. There's no shame in starting flight and listen to your body. If you really have no idea, then seek a trainer's advice or a physio or a biokinetist. Uh, what when we get when we're recovering from an injury? So I'm going to use my ankle for example. Um, what are we getting wrong? Like how how long should you rest it for? And then how like should you go for physio to to help with that? Or should you like relearn how to do things before you start? Or yeah, is, what's the right did way? You, did to you go sprain about? your ankle? Oh, friend, I don't know. There's a loud noise when it turns that way, and okay. that's it. And it happens every time I decide I'm going to start doing long-distance running again. Oh, we'll just start with 5Ks. No, forget it. It doesn't happen. Just a, a slight little thing, and then that's it. And then literally six weeks of physio. It's blue and black all over again, and I just feel like I'm. it's degenerated to a point where I just need to focus. I don't even wear high heels anymore. I can't. I can't. It's, okay. just a, it's a death trap. So with an acute injury... It's just happened. We need to let it heal. Soft tissue takes, two, even a paper cut will take two weeks to heal. But we can already start rehab in that time and we can have a look at the movement. So I'd want to have a look at why your ankle isn't moving efficiently, stabilize it, get it stronger before we start running again. Because by the time you on the road running, you think about weight and things to think about medial and natural ankle stability. So going to a physio beforehand, uh, before you even think about running, to correct the movement that's causing because the cause is something else that's yeah. affecting your ankle. And that would apply, that's I imagine, to, to any, like if it's a weightlifting injury or somebody who who swims or rides or whatever. So going for physio before you start getting back into it and putting the load on again, I guess. Yes, if it's, if it's a recurrent injury that's bugged you before. If you're busy training and it's a new injury, we also recommend that you come in sooner rather than later for two reasons. If you leave it, you're going to run into more serious injuries and it's almost going to snowball with other things we have to unpack. And also if you come in earlier, we can assess and treat more effectively so we see for less sessions. So ultimately, it's more effective. 
Uh, Kate, I think we need to wrap it up there. But before I let you go, one piece of advice that you would love people to know that will probably make your life a lot easier. Um, give your body time to adapt to exercise. It's really good for you, but you also need to just be kind to yourself and listen to your body. And please allow time for recovery. Often people think, you know, I must train every day, all day. <laughs> your body needs to recover. So those would be my two bits of advice. And also proper nourishment, feed, feed your body. Mm, proper nourishment. That's a good one. Kate, beautiful. Training on an empty stomach doesn't make you skinnier. Yeah, but you feel your tummy's flat. So you're like, yes, yes. yes. <laughs> and meanwhile, yeah, zero fuel. Got you. Got you. Yes. Well, Kate, thank you so much. If someone wants to get in touch with you, is there a website to do that? Most definitely. They can go to www.summerphysio.co.za and book online with us. And if you want to catch up on this conversation and others like it, jump onto 5fm.co.za, look for catch-ups and Extra Loud Mornings. You'll find them there. Self-care sessions on Extra Loud Mornings.